I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you. And Senator, it was a very big day at the border. Former President Trump going to the border as well as Joe Biden. Well, and there's a dramatic difference. Joe Biden was there as a photo op doing everything he could to cover up from the disaster unfolding on our southern border. Donald Trump was there to focus on the need to secure our border. And tonight we're going to discuss what's happening at the border, the crisis, and in particular, the crimes that are unfolding, the murders, the rapes, the children who are being assaulted. And all of this is being done with the absolute complicity of Joe Biden and the congressional Democrats. And the media is enthusiastic in covering up their complicity in this regard. It is a lot happening at the border. We're going to break it all down for you. Plus, shocking new poll numbers that are coming out as well that talk about the lack of trust in Joe Biden and great numbers for Donald Trump when it comes to border security. But first, I want to tell you about our friends at International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. We all know about the atrocities that were committed by Hamas uh, last October which kicked off the vicious war as Israel is defending herself from terrorists on every side. And right now, the needs of those affected in Israel are great. The toll on the Israeli people is staggering and massive, and that's why I want you to join me in helping the hundreds of thousands of Israelis that have been forced from their homes, their entire communities torn apart, lives that have been devastated by death and destruction. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, IFCJ, is right there in the middle of it every single day helping. They are distributing critical essentials like basic things like food, medicine, emergency supplies for the hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. It is great to have IFCJ there, but we need your help. And that's why I'm partnering with them today. I want you to visit ifcj.org to help. Every donation is urgently needed to help the people of Israel. To give the International Fellowship of Christian and Jews, please go now to supportifcj.org and give as generously as you can. Your gift will be matched right now to double in impact and help provide twice the support. So again, doesn't matter what you can give. 
Just go to supportifcj.org. That's supportifcj.org. Thank you, and God bless for all of you that get involved. Senator, uh, there was a shocking just parallel, really, between the guts of Donald Trump to go see what's really happening at the border and Joe Biden, yet again, the White House basically whitewashing anything bad that happens at the border so he doesn't have to see it. Fox News brought this up and compared where the two men were going and just how different the two spots were between Brownsville Station, and that's where Biden went, and compared it to Donald Trump, where 511 illegal immigrants were encountered at the Eagle Pass Station on Monday. Here's how Fox put it together. Customs and Border Protection sources told Fox News that nearly 5,000 illegals were apprehended along the southern border from California through Texas in a single day on Monday. The Eagle Pass station in the Del Rio sector, where Trump is headed, in Brownsville, Texas, reported 511 apprehensions on Monday. Brownsville station in the Rio Grande Valley sector, where President Biden will be, only 12 were reported. Texas's lieutenant governor is going after Biden's well, location. He doesn't care. This is all about the politics of the future. They want millions to come here, become citizens, then voters, so they can control the country. And they don't care. It's obvious they don't care who dies to meet those goals. Senator, uh, you've been to the border a lot. Uh, what's the point of going to the border if you're actually not going to see what the problem is at the southern border? And, and this is another example of this administration whitewashing anything that may look bad. They did this when they went to San Francisco. They did it last time they went to the border. It's a joke. They're not trying to fix this problem or even see it. Well, this has been a pattern throughout the Biden presidency. He's been to the border twice as president. He went previously to El Paso. El Paso was facing a crisis, a massive influx of illegal immigrants. When Joe Biden came, they cleaned it up entirely. They pulled every illegal immigrant out of the way so that he didn't encounter them. The Biden White House said after his trip to El Paso that Joe Biden had not seen even a single illegal immigrant. And you're right, that is reminiscent of what happened when President Xi from China came to San Francisco. Now, San Francisco, the Democrats there have allowed their city to just go into crap. They've allowed drug users, they've allowed homeless people, they've allowed criminals to just take over downtown San Francisco. They've allowed people to literally be defecating on public streets. And for a long time, the elected Democrats in San Francisco told the residents there, there's nothing we can do. I'm sorry, this is our city. You have to deal with the defecation of these vagrants because we are powerless. And then the president of China, President Xi, came to San Francisco. And suddenly those same Democrat officials who were powerless to do anything to protect the residents of the city cleaned up the entire city. They got rid of all the homeless people. They got rid of all the criminals. They got rid of all the vagrants. They cleaned the crap off the streets, quite literally, and I'm not saying crap in the sort of generic term of stuff, I mean literally human defecation. They cleaned it up, they made it spotless. And I gotta say, Ben, by the way, just as an aside, if you're a San Francisco resident, let's assume you're like a lefty Democrat, because you know, if you live in San Francisco, you probably are a lefty Democrat. Is there not a tiny voice in the back of your head that says, wait a second, like, 
I live here. My spouse lives here. My kids live here. Why are my children not important enough to clean up the public parks? Why are my children not important enough to not have them walk down the sidewalk without tripping over a hypodermic needle? Why are my children not important enough to not see human defecation on the streets? Why does it take the president of China to do that? Well, the same thing is true when Joe Biden goes to the border. When he goes to El Paso, it's miraculously cleaned up. And, you know, when he went today to to Brownsville, miraculously, the suffering, the dead bodies, the people who are facing misery, the children who have been brutalized, the women who've been sexually assaulted, they all disappear. Understand, this White House, when it approaches border security, when it approaches foreign policy, when it approaches national security, everything is about domestic politics. And so today was a photo op to demonstrate Joe Biden is here and nobody, nobody, nobody is suffering because of his disastrous open border policies. Let's go back to 2021 when uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said this about what they were doing to undo what Donald Trump had done at the border. Listen carefully to his words, and then we're going to compare it now to what the White House is saying about their excuses for not securing the southern border. And I'd like to understand from you what Trump-era immigration policies have been banned, ended, reversed, and if any investigations are underway by you. Uh, So we have rescinded so many Uh, Trump immigration policies, it would take so much time to list them. That is in back in September the 23rd of 2021. They were admitting then, Mayorkas was admitting, we did basically the complete 180 of anything that Donald Trump did to secure the border through executive action. We rescinded so many Trump immigration policies, it would take too much time to list them. That's what he said on MSNBC. Yet now... The president lied today and yesterday when he was asked about securing the border, saying, I don't have the power to do anything unless Congress comes up with a bill. He could just go back and implement everything Donald Trump did, and this would change overnight. And yet the media continues to allow them to get away with that lie as well. Well, that's exactly right. But understand, the media is complicit in this lie. Listen, Joe Biden campaigned on open borders. He campaigned on saying, I will not deport people. I will not enforce our laws. And as president, that may be the only campaign promise he has honored. If you look at what is happening at the end of the day, you cannot defend what is happening in our border. If you see what is happening, and I'm there frequently. I was there this weekend. Five days ago, I was down at the border. If you see the dead bodies that are piling up, the Biden body bags, of migrants. Last year, 853 migrants died crossing illegally into this country. When I recently took 19 senators down to the border, I took them out on a boat on the Rio Grande River. And when we were out on a boat, we saw a dead body floating in the river, a man who presumably had drowned that day trying to cross illegally. That is happening every day. We're seeing roughly three bodies a day from people crossing illegally. When you look at the children, I got to tell you, Ben, when I go out on midnight patrol, and I've done this a lot, and you encounter groups of kids, there's nothing that makes me more physically sick. There's nothing that makes me want to vomit more 
than when I see 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old girls that have clearly been sexually assaulted, that are being sex trafficked, and that are facing a life of years of sex slavery. When you look at kids in the eyes, if you have a shred of humanity, it horrifies you. And understand, why does Joe Biden not go to the border? Because he doesn't want to see them. On this trip in Brownsville, did he see a single child who was sexually abused? No. Did he see a woman who was violently raped? No. Did he see the families of the victims of those who had died of drug overdoses? In the last year, more than 100,000 Americans have died of drug overdoses. 70% of that has been Chinese fentanyl coming across our southern border. Did Joe Biden listen to those moms, listen to those dads, listen to, to parents crying over the loss of their kids? No. This was a photo op that was sanitized. Lysol was used everywhere. It was, it's like a Potemkin village. It's like a Hollywood set designed to say, we're at the border, nothing to see here, nobody suffering, nobody being raped, nobody being assaulted, nobody dying, and it is profoundly, profoundly dishonest. Yeah, and the White House lied about that as well. They were asked about the fact that this trip by Joe Biden was actually planned after Donald Trump announced his visit to the border with the governor uh, of Texas as well. And this is what the White House had to say about it. The former president, his people are saying that the only reason President Biden is going this week is because former President Trump was going to go and he wanted to not lose this issue. It, so can you give us a sense of what the planning process was to go this I mean, week? That's, I mean, look, you guys have covered this president and other presidents for some time. Uh, we just can't all of a sudden put something on the president's schedule, right? It takes time to do that. The president has been very clear that he was going to take this issue directly to the American people. That's a lie, by the way. Uh, Biden announced his his visit right after President Trump did. And yes, the president can be agile and go on last minute trips or do something in 24, 48 or 72 hours. They act like this man is just too busy to go to the border because it's just too hard to get there. Again, selling another lie to the American people. And, and look, it's obvious now the White House understands Senator, that this is a major issue and could cost him a re-election candidacy, uh, a re-election bid, I should say, against Donald Trump because the American people have also walked away from him on border security. No, that's exactly right. You know, I was down on our southern border on Sunday of this week, and I was there. I was there in Laredo, and I was in a town hall. And it was a town hall that included the mayor of Laredo, who's a Democrat, it included the county judge, who's the chief executive in, in Laredo and Webb County, who's also a Democrat. And we did an extended town hall, about an hour and a half, two hours, talking about the issues facing Texas. And what's amazing, in the state of Texas, there's actually quite a bit of common ground and bipartisanship between Democrats and Republicans. And in Texas, we managed to work together. We managed to solve common problems. And what was amazing is sitting there with two Democrat elected officials in South Texas, nobody, and I mean nobody, 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 was defending Joe Biden's open borders because any person that actually sees the human suffering, the disaster, the pain, the death that is caused by Biden's open borders, 
nobody can defend it. In South Texas, there is literally nobody out there saying, hey, this is great, this is awesome, this is the right policy. Because when you see it, there is no defense. And, and in this town hall, Ben, I was asked uh, by the moderator, I was said, do you have any message you would give to Joe Biden? What would you say to him? And, and they asked each of us, all three of us, they said, look at the TV camera and say, what would you say to Joe Biden right now? And what I said to Joe Biden, this is on Sunday, I said, Mr. President, come to the border. Come down to the border. See with your own eyes the people who are suffering, who are dying, who are paying the price of your open border policies. See the dead bodies of the people who are found on Texas farms and ranches every day, about three a day, found on ranches and farms every day. See, go sit down with the children, with the little boys, the little girls, who've been brutalized, who've been beaten, who've been mutilated, who've been violently sexually assaulted. Look at those children. Look at the women. Look at the women, and many of the women are really teenage girls. They're not even adult women yet. Look at the women who the traffickers have brutalized, who've repeatedly, violently raped. And look at the families who've lost loved ones to fentanyl, to drug overdoses. What I said when I looked at that camera is I said, Mr. President, you need to understand your policies have a very real human cost. I said that on Sunday. The next day on Monday, Biden announced he was going to the border. Now, I'm not claiming cause and effect. I, th I think he was doing that overwhelmingly in response to Trump's going to the border. But I will say when he went to the border, he did that. He did what I asked. He said, come to the border. But he did not do the second half of what I asked. Look at the victims. Look at the people who suffered. Look at the people you've hurt. He deliberately created a day where he saw nobody, nobody, nobody who suffered because of the disastrous policies put, he's put in place. I want to tell you real quick about our friends over at Freedom Gold USA. If you are like me and you want to make sure that you can protect your hard-earned assets, if you want to make sure that no matter what happens in the economy, no matter what happens with inflation, no matter what happens in the stock market, you know you have physical gold and silver to protect yourself against inflation and the craziness in the markets, you need to check out Freedom Gold USA. The other thing about Freedom Gold that you're going to love right now is they can help you add gold or silver to your IRA, or you can even have it shipped directly to you, to your home. You can safeguard your wealth with physical gold and silver and take control of your financial future today. Now, you can also see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's right. Right now, we've got $34 plus trillion in national debt. We have people pushing for central bank digital currencies. And our financial freedom is at stake. So if you've got $50,000 or more in retirement savings, you may be at risk. And in times like this economic uncertainty we're dealing with, securing your family's financial future is essential. That's why I diversified with gold and silver, physical gold and silver that you can hold in your hand. If you want a great company to work with, check out the team at Freedom Gold USA. They're ready to help you preserve your wealth and provide stability in uncertain times. Plus, you can see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. 1-800-655-8843.
Get gold and silver in your hands today. 1-800-655-8843. That's 1-800-655-8843 or visit freedomgoldusa.com. That's freedomgoldusa.com and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Senator, one of the things that this administration has lied about is the Biden administration has insisted now time and time again, I'll give you the White House press briefing, that they have a proper vetting system at the border. They're lying. Not only do we have people coming across the border on the terrorist watch list, but we also have, uh, as Donald Trump said back in 2016, cartel members, gang members, rapists, murderers, uh, and they're now all over the country. But listen, the White House continue to lie. This idea that just there's no vetting and there's no proper immigration enforcement going on at the border just does not does not comport with reality. Well, then- I mean, that's just what they're saying at the white house it doesn't it doesn't work with reality all right let's look at within the last week five illegal immigrants have been arrested for raping a woman in florida so that's in one state murdering a a a brutal murder of a college student in georgia that's another state there was the murdering of a two-year-old infant child in maryland in another state sexual assault against a minor in Virginia, another state, and the raping of a 14-year-old girl and the stabbing of a man in Louisiana. Now, you look at that list that I just went through. None of those areas are border state areas that I just mentioned. That's within the last week. And yet the White House says they have a proper vetting system. That is a lie to every American. Well, listen, understand, every community in America, every city, every state is a border state. Why? Because Joe Biden and the Democrats are sending illegal immigrants to your city, to your state every day. If you look at in the last two weeks, the number of people who have died from violent crimes caused by illegal immigrants that Joe Biden let go, it is staggering. Look, everyone now knows the crime in Georgia. Lake and Riley, a 22-year-old beautiful woman, a nursing student, murdered by an illegal alien. The responsibility for that, understand, the responsibility for Lake and Riley's murder is 100% with Joe Biden and the Democrats. Now, why is that? I want to make clear, this is not just empty rhetoric. These are facts. The illegal immigrant from Venezuela, he crossed into this country. We apprehended him. We apprehended him in El Paso, Texas. We had him in our custody. Now, here's what should have happened. He came illegally. We should have put him on a plane and flown him back to Venezuela. Said, get the hell out of our country. You only come to this country legally. But that's not what happened. What happened instead is Joe Biden let him go. He used a power under, under federal law called parole power to parole him, to give a humanitarian release to a criminal. This criminal then went to New York City, where what happened? We arrested him again, this time for endangering the welfare of a child. Now, New York City is a sanctuary city. They had this criminal in jail. What did they do? They let him go. They let him go. They said, go on free, no problem. And they also refused to notify ICE of his release. They're a sanctuary city, so they don't let immigration officials know when illegal immigrants are criminals in their city. Now, mind you, 
if they'd done the right thing when he endangered the welfare of a child, if they'd thrown his ass in jail, if they'd put him in jail, Lakin Riley would still be alive. So there are two points in this. In El Paso, when Joe Biden let him go, and in New York City, when New York Democrats let him go, if either of those changed, Lakin Riley is alive today. But instead, this murderer went from El Paso to New York to Georgia, and he murdered that 22-year-old woman. Joe Biden and the Democrats have direct, absolute culpability for that murder. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Border Patrol Union President Brandon Judd also said that many Border Patrol agents were very angry Uh, extremely upset about Biden's border visit. Here's why he said they were so upset about how this all went down. Having said that, he's now piggybacking onto this Trump trip to make it look like to the people who are mad about immigration when they go to the polls, he's trying to do something. At the end of the day, though, Brandon, you know as well as I do, you cannot please everybody here. And a trip like this, it's just not going to work for him. 
No, and especially for the Border Patrol agents. They are extremely upset. We're all upset that he is going to Brownsville rather than going to an area where he would be able to evaluate exactly what's going on and, and to come up with ideas and policies to actually secure the border. Rather, he's going to Brownsville. And that's the exact opposite of what President Trump is doing. He's coming right here to Eagle Pass. He's going to see exactly um, what has been done to secure this particular area so then he can expand upon that when he gets back in the White House. That's exactly what policymakers should do. That's what people that govern should do. They should look at the areas that are trouble spots so that they can uh, use what has worked and expand upon that. This president, by the way, Joe Biden, he kneeled, he kneeled, he eulogized, he cried for a violent criminal who died during an arrest. You remember the Floyd uh, protests? He got behind Black Lives Matter. He got behind the, the, the anarchy and the chaos that happened in cities all over the country. And yet the White House, this president, still hasn't said uh, it, the, the name of Riley, not one single time. So if you get killed by an illegal immigrant in this country, they don't even they, they really don't mention it. They just look the other way. And you listen to this Border Patrol Union president. He, I think he's right to say it. These Border Patrol agents are angry because clearly the president isn't taking this situation seriously. And proof of it is where he went to visit. Say her name. Lakin Riley. She was murdered because of joe biden's open borders by the way in virginia prince george's county jeremy caceres a two-year-old child was murdered by an illegal immigrant who joe biden released in boston massachusetts a 14-year-old child was raped by an illegal immigrant joe biden released in louisiana a child under the age of 14 was raped by an illegal immigrant joe biden released all of these have happened in the last couple of weeks this is happening right now real time when it comes to the radical policies of the democrats they are endangering you your family your children and we are seeing dead bodies we are seeing people brutalized and none of the democrats will even say the names of the victims whose lives they are taking. White House Press Secretary Jean-Pierre asked about it on CNN. Here's what she said about it at the White House this morning. One of the things that, that some Americans are focused on are crimes that are allegedly being committed by migrants who are in the country illegally. There was the death of Lake and Riley in Georgia. There's been an arrest made there. Republicans are directly blaming President Biden for this. Uh, Republican Senator Josh Hawley said, quote, these deaths are on him. What's the White House response to that? So first of all, I want to offer uh, our condolences to the family uh, of Lake. And I mean, this is a horrific, horrific loss for any family. And obviously, uh, any if whoever is found guilty, uh, we need to make sure that uh, make sure that that happens. And obviously, uh, we don't want to uh, we don't want to see uh, anything happen like that again. But here's the thing: we have done the work. Uh, to make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system. Senator, have they done the work? Because that's news to me. We've done the work to make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system. Did they or did they not break the system on purpose to flood the country with millions of illegal immigrants? So, so look, at some level, yes, they did the work. They did the work to break the system. Why is the system broken? Because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris 
and the congressional Democrats wanted to break it. Understand, when Joe Biden came into office just over three years ago, he inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. All he had to do was do nothing. Simply sit there. Don't screw it up. And Donald Trump, I worked hand in hand with Donald Trump. We had made enormous progress securing the border. Joe Biden does nothing and he could have a victory. But instead, he deliberately caused this crisis. He broke the border. Three decisions caused this crisis. He halted construction of the border wall. He reinstated catch and release at the border, and he pulled out of the amazingly successful Remain in Mexico agreement. That was deliberate. He knew what he was doing, and the consequence was this invasion at our southern border. But let me tell you, every dead body, Lake and Riley, Lake and Riley, her parents ought to say, why, why, why didn't Joe Biden take that damn murderer, put him on a plane, and send him the hell out of here? He should have. The law provides that he needed to. And yet his politics, his partisan interests said, you know what? I don't care if I'm releasing a murderer. If Americans die, it doesn't matter if it keeps Democrats in power. And I got to tell you, Ben, that pisses me off because I don't believe a word I just said there is hyperbole. I think these people, all they care about is political power and if more Americans die, that is perfectly acceptable to them. The crime is everywhere. You're in D.C. Three different police officers were shot by an illegal immigrant in the past week as well. Another example of this is no longer just at the border. It is all over the country. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. When I look down at my cell phone, it says Patriot in the top left corner. And I know that every time I make a phone call and every time I send a text, I'm making a difference standing up for what I believe in. In 2024, I have made a commitment to stop giving my money to woke corporations that hate my values, hate my Christian values, my family values, hate conservative values. I am now spending my money with companies that stand with what I believe in. And Patriot Mobile is one of those. For more than a decade now, Patriot Mobile has been offering Americans uh, the, the only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, I mean it. They're the only one. Big Mobile, who you're probably with right now, gives massive donations to Democratic causes, candidates, and even those running for the White House on the Democratic side. They also give huge donations to Planned Parenthood. That is why I switched to Patriot Mobile. Now, when you switch, this is the best part. They give you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage that you're accustomed to without funding the left and their woke agenda. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. Uh, You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your phone you have right now, or upgrade to a new one. And their team will help you find the best plan for your needs to save you money. If you've got a small business, they can help you switch all your lines at one moment in time. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash verdict. That's PatriotMobile.com slash verdict or 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code VERDICT, 972-PATRIOT. And don't forget... Every time you pay your bill, about 5% of that bill goes back to support conservative causes. You get to support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, as well as supporting our military, our veterans, our first responders, and our wounded warriors. 
So make a difference with your phone every single day. PatriotMobile.com slash verdict or 972-PATRIOT. Senator, lastly, uh, White House Press Secretary Jean-Pierre on, the, on, on Biden's trip to the border. Uh, she said this is not about politics, which made me about fall out of my seat. What does it tell you Thanks, that both President Biden and Donald Trump are going to be at the border on the same day? Here, there's a difference here, and I want to be very clear about this, because the president is going to, as you just said, Brownsville, Texas, to hear directly from the Border Patrol agents, to hear directly from the frontline personnel on what is going on on the ground. And let's not forget, the president was at the border just about a year ago in January of 2023 to do the same. This is not about politics for the president. Senator, this is all about politics. He's seen the poll numbers yes. that you and I have seen. And e- that everything is the, this White House does is about it, politics. Yeah, and they know it. And the majority of Americans right now believe that the president of the United States of America doesn't know how to fix the border, can't fix the border. And the majority of Americans now say that Donald Trump is the only one that can do it. So, look, it's worse than that. I, I actually don't think it's right that Biden and the White House doesn't know how to fix the border. They don't want to fix the border. They made three decisions the first week in office. They halted the border wall. They reinstated catch and release. They pulled out of Remain in Mexico. If you want to fix the border, it's not rock and science. I've said this a thousand times in the Senate Judiciary Committee. I've said this a thousand times on the floor of the Senate. I've said this a thousand times on national television. Reverse those three decisions. Build the wall. End catch and release return to the Reign of Mexico agreement. That would work. Understand, Joe Biden and the Democrats do not want it to work. They are making the most cynical political decision I have seen in my lifetime because they are allowing people to die. We've talked about the people who've been murdered. We've talked about the children who've been raped. And by the way, we've talked not on this podcast, but many times before, about the risk of a major terrorist attack. God forbid, Ben, I don't want to wake up tomorrow or the next day or the next day and find out that we've had another 9-11 here in the United States, that we've had had another mass murder by violent terrorists. But I have been very explicit. I believe the risks of another major terrorist attack are greater today than they've been any time since September 11, 2001. And it is not that the Democrat Party is oblivious to this. It's they simply don't give a damn. They're, willing They're the first to, to know about it, by the way. Yes. I mean, the White House yes. is the first to know. Mark is the first to know. They know before you know or I know or anybody else knows how many on the terrorist watch list are getting caught coming across the southern border. And we know how many were caught in September, October, November, and December of last year at record numbers. More than the last four years combined when Trump was the president. That is exactly right. And the only, only way this problem is going to be solved is to reelect a Republican president, to reelect Donald Trump, put him in the White House. And and understand, this crisis will be solved not over the course of a year, not over the course of six months, but literally within days. Because the driving factor – so what determines whether you have an illegal immigration crisis and what happens – When people cross over the border, almost all of them have a cell phone with them. And right now, they look for Border Patrol agents. They turn themselves in. They're not caught. They go, when I'm on midnight patrol, they turn themselves into me. They have a cell phone. 
And if you ask them, the last time I was down at the border, I asked multiple illegal immigrants, do you believe you get to stay in America now that you're here? And they all said, every single one said, yes, 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 yes. As long as that's the case, we will have an invasion. Every one of them has a cell phone. They pick up the phones. They call their friends. They call their family. They call their loved ones. And they say, you know what? Come to America. When you get here, they let you go. You get to stay. If that is the result, we will continue to have a full-scale invasion. The only, only, only way to stop it is when people come here illegally, you put them on a plane and you send them back to where they came from. And again, they have a cell phone, so they call their friends. If you deport them, they say, oh, crap, you could spend months and thousands of dollars and be horribly brutalized by traffickers, and you get here and they send you home. Don't do it. And it's why I'm going to make a prediction. January of 2025, the numbers of illegal immigrants are going to plummet massively. And, and, and it's not like it takes a year-long program from, from the president. All it takes, Donald Trump is president, when you cross illegally, will deport you. And that will cause, that single fact will cause the numbers to plummet. If there's anything that may be turning the tide here, and that seems to actually be media covering the stories that you mentioned and the tragedies, uh, KABB-TV in San Antonio actually ran this on the local news. Listen. As for the question of why now, political experts have suggested to me that's because the president has kind of had his oh shoot moment meaning that biden and his campaign staff have realized that the immigration issue is important to the american people and it isn't going away that fact only further evidenced by numerous recent polls that show that immigration is a top three issue for voters this election cycle and for many it's the number one issue I mean, Senator, lastly, you look at this, and that's on local TV. We have not seen that type of scrutiny of this president ever. And, and, and when we go back over the travesties that are happening in all these different states around the country just in the last week, there are so many illegal immigrants. Millions and millions have come across the border. They are in every state in America and there are a lot of bad actors committing heinous crimes in every state in America. There's no way now that you can't uh, hold this president, I think, accountable if you're in the media telling these stories. Tell the truth. That is all that is needed right now. Tell the truth about what is happening at the border. Tell the truth about how Joe Biden and the Democrats are deliberately, willfully allowing this invasion. The reason Biden and Kamala and the Democrats don't go to the border is because when they come, they bring the TV reporters. Their entire strategy is not to defend this. Look, understand, on Senate Judiciary Committee, I lay out these facts day after day after day. No Democrat jumps up and says, you know what, Ted's wrong. He doesn't understand it. Let me tell you the alternative. It's not like reasonable minds can differ. Their strategy is simple. Shut their mouths. Because they know CNN will never cover what's said. They know MSNBC will never cover it. They know ABC, CBS, NBC will never cover it. And so the most powerful thing we can do is simply tell the stories of the death, of the rape, of the suffering, of the misery that Joe Biden and the Democrats are causing. That is the most powerful tool to turn it around and stop it.
Don't forget to share this with your family and friends, please, this podcast. Put it up on all your social media accounts and help others hear about this. We're going to keep covering the border no matter what the media does and let you know the stories that are happening. Hit that subscribe, follow, or auto-download button, please, as well. Uh, And I'll keep you up to date, by the way, on my podcast, the Ben Ferguson Podcast. So make sure you download that on the in-between days as we do this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And the Senator and I will see you back here on Saturday for the Week in Review. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.